Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests who talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is a group of four people I like and one person I definitely don't like. Rick. Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, today we're talking about the Exterminators, and um, if you don't recognize that name immediately, it's because you either didn't read any X-Men books in the 90s, or you didn't read the very shortly-lived team that showed up, only for X- Inferno. Yep. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, this, yep. Was, this was a comic book series that I picked up because this was right in my sweet, sto- sweet spot of collecting comics in the early 90s. I had become a fan of comics. Um, first comic book I picked up was... An issue of the Incredible Hulk that was the second of a two-parter that was guest starring X Factor and it had Jean Grey, Scott Summers, and Bobby um, Drake in it. And I was like, "Hulk's cool and all, but 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 tell me more about these these X Factor guys. They look cool." And so I started reading X Factor, and I became big fans of X Factor and X Men and Power Pack. And if there's something that a lot of those and New Mutants and something a lot of those things had in common was June Brig or was sorry was Louise Simonson, Wheezy Simonson loved her, loved her, loved her, and so at the time I was collecting, I saw the Fall of the Mutants, and the next big event after the Fall of the Mutants was Inferno. I'm just doing yep. your work for you right now, man. I really am. Pretty much. So coming, there's, there's so, so very little. There's very this. little. So, so coming out of X Factor, X Factor had the at that time early on they were in disguise as mutant hunters. And so they went out and they were saving mutants, even though they were, the public was calling them up and saying, go out and find this mutant because blah, blah, blah. And I'm a bigot. And they went out and pretended that they were doing the good and destroying and exterminating the, the, uh, they were exterminating the, uh, mutants that were out there. And it's kind of funny because they had to come, they had this public face where they were dressed as humans and they were known as X factor investigations. And when they actually went out as the costume team, they called themselves exterminators. So when it came to, so while they were doing this, they were picking up a bunch of kids and they were picking up Rusty Collins and they were picking up Skids and they were picking up Artie and Leech. Actually, I think it was Rusty Collins, Artie, then Skids and Leech because they came from the Mutant Massacre. And then right before Fall of the Mutants, that's when they picked up Richter. And that led us into going into Inferno. So X-Factor should, comes out at their not mutant hunters, they're actually the old X-Men, they're actually, you know, mutant costumed individuals, the public knows who they are, and they've got these kids, and they decide to send the kids to school. So they send the kids to school to actually get an education, and that's when Inferno starts, and the kids go, well, we gotta go and do something, and so the younger kids get together with the older kids, and they bring along another kid who's got powers that they meet in school, um, and that's WizKid, and they go and do shenanigans. Yep. Uh, How did I do? Uh, they, you did pretty good. Uh, they didn't. They <laughs> didn't actually have that long of a run. I think they only ran for four, like four issues. Four. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So they also they also picked up Boom Boom uh, from true, the right? mutants of uh, uh, right. during the Fallen Angels, which is right. uh, my girl Boom Boom, my girl. Mm-hmm. Just love Boom Boom. But my but bad, yeah, I so, did forget uh, about Boom Boom. How you should never forget about Boom Boom. I shouldn't. I feel bad about it. I do feel bad about that. I, I please forgive me. Yeah. I, so we have, but yeah, Wizkid is. Uh, they are a uh, will bound, uh, will chair bound kid who has uh, technopathy. Um, he's actually one of the reasons why they're able to defeat Nastier, um, because he was able to take control over his techno organic form. I'm pretty sure. Right. Or, yeah. Right. Yeah. And and that was part of it too. Is that they got a hold of the kids and they were trying to use them to uh, develop a. A, a automated spell they want they were using Wizkid to create something automated so that they could run the spell that they could put the babies in to open up the the um the circle to get to to go to uh uh inferno or to limbo. go to limbo yeah, yeah. not that and, limbo the other limbo and not that limbo it's the it's the it's the hell one it, it's the magic one yeah magic yeah. with the it's the magic one yeah, it's one of the it's one of the Marvel hells, but also one of the Marvel limbos, but not the temporal limbo, and not the other temporal limbo. So, as far as the story goes, the story is is okay. It was nice to see this group of of kids together. I think the Whiz Kid was a nice introduction. It was one of the things that that they needed. I guess they didn't need it, but it's one of the things they had for the Inferno uh, run. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible or anything like that. It it was fine. I think I mean it. It really much just cemented Boom Boom and Richter just being just icons, um, just complete <laughs> icons. Uh, and I still am a little mad at Skids for even being remotely attracted to Rusty Collins. Like she deserves better. Yeah. So here's the thing. I I'm a little spit of a stand for Rusty Collins and Skids, but I will also be the first to say that they are. The most vanilla mutants that you will ever see. You notice that they never got their their green card to come to Krakoa. They they haven't shown up at Krakoa yet, and nobody misses them, which is sad. Uh, they are quite. They're very uninteresting. Uh, they have their backstories are fine. Skids is fine. Rusty's is, bleh. and it's it's a little sad because I think they could have done they could have done something with the characters, and they just never did. They willingly joined a group that would later, uh, later on, could only be seen as MILF when spelt out yeah. in acronym. Yeah, well, it's Mutant Liberation that. Front. They're, yeah, um, yeah. Also, their costumes look bad. I'm just, uh, yeah. But no, but yeah. uh, but look at Boom Boom. Look at Boom Boom. Look at Boom Boom and Richter in this. They are so cool. I love them <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, I, I, you gotta love, you gotta love the John Bogdanov art. I mean, come on. It's John Bogdanov. Like, here's the other thing. John Bogdanov is great at drawing kids. And and while Boom Boom, Richter, Skids, and Rusty, they're all kind of more in the teenage years, you've got Wizkid, Artie, and Leech, and drawing them them as kids. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Love it. Yeah, and, and I will say, it feels like it took them until sometime around the 2000s before they learned how a lot of artists learned how to draw kids. As kids yeah. instead of little adults, um, you still sometimes get kids as like smaller adults, but like mm-hmm. they they got the they got the proportions right and everything, and like they, Let me they tell look you, man. young. Let me tell you, doing doing my power pass 
podcast and looking at different artists whose names are not June Brinkman or John Bogdanoff, I can tell you who cannot draw kids. <laughs> Let me tell yeah, you. Like, like, like there are, I mean, if there's a lot of uh, artists, I think, that now can draw kids, but also they would have been in that generation where they probably were drawing, like, how to draw manga stuff or, like, you know, where... Or like the books where like it'd be like, hey, draw, you know, draw kids and whatnot. It's like they always, I don't know. Rest, re, and even Rusty, who is like the oldest, I think, out of the group, like he's still proportioned like a teenager. Like you can tell he's a teenager, even though like he's still cut. Like he's dressed. He's, yeah, it's good. Like I said, I I like me, the John Bogdanov art. Like the guy yep. a lot. Very nice man. Yep. Very nice man. Oh, love it. Blevins, ooh, I always forget what his first name is. Blevins, the one who did um X, one X X Mark Blevins. I don't know, Mark Blevins. Yeah, uh, he's he's. I think he does pretty good. Uh, he's it's like it gets weird, like it's weird art. But I think he got a lot closer to kids than a lot of other people. Also, I like the way he draws feet, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's it. I got to the ten minutes mark. I I just didn't want to have a five minute long episode. Um. <laughs> So well, you have me on here and I can talk. I mean, you didn't have to do much talking on this one. You got to feel good about that, no. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, the th- and, and you have to appreciate that. Uh, yes, I, I dropped Boom Boom, but I did majority of that from memory. All right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I still I, I still I'm going to hold it against you. Because that's fine. You did, you I got, did my, my, girl I got wrong. my Boom Boom character over there. I got my Boom Boom character over there, man. All right. She's up over there. She's up over there. Yeah. Wait, do they do they have? Do they have a Boom Boom Legends? I mean, action figure. I don't know. I'm gonna look that up because because like uh, there's there's uh, I'm thinking about buying those because there's no way I'm gonna be able well, to buy I, the three hundred dollar ones that I want to buy like ever within the next like. Five. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're pretty much done. What do you have? What What do you have? Uh, what do you have to plug? I do a little podcast called Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, where me and my co-host Jeff, who. He doesn't like talking about it, but one time he tried to sacrifice a bunch of babies, and it wasn't for anything like opening up a portal to limbo. It was because he wanted a Klondike bar. Anyways, Jeff and I, we run a little podcast called Unpacking the Power Power Pack, and we talk about all of the appearances of Power Pack in their own comic and other comics. I also do another show called Monthly Monday Movie Muckabout, where I talk about movies that somebody has not seen. So uh, check out my two shows. I think you'll enjoy them. Okay. Yep, you definitely should. Um, I am deciding to not do my plugs, so I'm just going to, you know, nope out of here and say, uh, may the, uh, may contraproject through all your night travels. Good night. Good night.